Well, good afternoon. And uh, as Josiah said, well, it's uh, a bit exciting to be able to come to you live online. Um, obviously, we miss being in person, but of course, it's amazing when we uh, lose our space, we can still find a place to be able to broadcast. So um, I just want to welcome everybody and thank you so much for joining us. And as we get ready with our new series, Thinking With Our Mouths, um, it's kind of a an interesting topic and it's something that we really feel that is applicable to everyone, something that all of us could definitely work on and get better at. So um, I wonder, just throwing a question out there, how many of you have ever been in a situation where you stuck your foot in your mouth and you said something or said some things and you wished you hadn't, that you could take those words back. Um, I know that uh, I've definitely had those moments and I'm sure all of you can think of times where things have you've, you've said and then you wished that you hadn't said it. And um, yeah, I think um, uh, I'm sure those of you watching, you could just pop in there. Yes, I've definitely had one of those experiences. I'm sure none of us are exempt from that. And you know, the the that song, uh, I won't move until you speak. It's interesting because obviously it's also talking about moving with God and what he wants us to do and the decisions that we have to make. But I also think it's about us really learning that we don't really move and do things until he speaks, until we know it's God. Because, you know, um, there's a lot to say about words and thoughts. And I'm just going to kind of give a good general overview to get started with this series. And first of all, I do want to say that, you know, everything you're thinking or that comes into your head is not meant to be spoken out. How many of you know that's true? So um, it's all about learning what is and when is uh, the right times to do those things. So, you know, um, when it comes to our thoughts, um, we can use wisdom with those thoughts that we get. So, you know, we, we get a lot of knowledge, we study, we have lots of things going through our head. But always remember that it doesn't mean that everything you know, everything you've heard is meant to be spoken out. So um, it's great to be able to, you know, talk, talk about the fact that you a lot or that you've studied a lot or maybe you just are super, super smart and you've got a very high IQ. So, you know, you know a little bit about everything. But wisdom, uh, and then this is four simple things. Wisdom is that you know what to say, that you know when to say it, that you know how to say it, and you know where to say it. So those are four really quick, important things with all this knowledge and thoughts coming into your head. Um, it's really important to know what to say. It's important to know when to say it, where to say it, and how to say it. And I think if we were to really stop with anything that we have that we want to share or talk about, or you know, maybe we when we sit down with friends, I think it's something that we all ought to sort of check with ourselves. Is uh, is this something I should be sharing? 
Is this the right place to share? And is this the right timing to share it? And is this the place to share it? So um, always good to kind of ask yourselves those questions. So I want to start off with a good scripture that I feel like is something we can use for a base all throughout um, when we start doing this series from now to the end of February. So I'm going to invite you to go to Proverbs, and I've at least put um, up here the place where you can find these scriptures, and that is Proverbs 10, and I'm going to read verses 19 and 20. So if you're there, now I'm going to read out of the Amplified. It says, when there are many words, transgression and offense are unavoidable, but he who controls his lips and keeps thoughtful silence is wise. The tongue of the righteous is like precious silver, greatly valued, but the heart of the wicked is worth little. Now, you know, when you look at that first line in Proverbs, uh, right there in verse 19, when it says, when there are many words, transgression and offense are unavoidable. In other words, when we're talking, 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 and we get to saying lots of things, you know, the truth be told is eventually something is going to get said that ends up offending someone because, you know, we're we're doing a lot, a lot of talking. And, you know, if we can't learn how to steward those words and know when is the right time to speak on when is the right place and you know and how should we be sharing that that's when we know that we're going to get ourselves in trouble you know another um really good scripture that i just want to go to uh right here and i'm gonna uh, be in the book of proverbs today uh, i'd like you to go over to proverbs chapter 15, and notice, um, first of all, um, in what it says in verses 1 and then 2, a soft and a gentle and thoughtful answer turns away wrath, but harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise speaks knowledge that is pleasing and acceptable, but the babbling mouth of fools spouts folly. So first of all, I'm sure we've heard uh, lots about the scripture of a soft and gentle answer. I know, uh, you know, when I was 16, one of my biggest um, things that growing up was I was always a person who was always talking back. So I got in a lot of trouble with that in school. I got in a lot of trouble with that with my mom. But it's something I never tried that much with my dad. But um, he knew, obviously, that um, that was something I needed to work on. So when I was 16, he sent me to do a whole study on the tongue and all uh, the book of James and to really read through the book of James and study it and told me that it would be worthwhile for the rest of my life to heed to the words of James and to learn, you know, how dangerous the, the tongue is. And then, of course, 
even the scripture in Proverbs where it talks about, you know, death and life are in the power of the tongue. So, you know, um, I think what is really important here is that we have to learn that um, when we are uh, responding and, and talking to people, what is not only what we are saying, but the tone of how that we are speaking to people. You know, you can say the exact same sentence in so many different ways. And um, this is why that, you know, it's so important to ask ourselves, you know, how we're putting this message across and what is the tone of our voice when we are speaking. And sometimes I think where we do miss out is assuming things without asking more questions. Uh, You know, remember, there's a couple of practical tips to always remember about things. And that is, first of all, there's always two sides to every story. So um, you always have to remember, um, I, you know, some people even say there's two sides to every story and then there's the truth. <laughs> so, um, you know, how, however you want to take that. But I think it's always important to recognize that, you know, lots of times uh, where people get in trouble is things get said to them and then maybe they didn't understand the context of how that was said. And then when they go to try to take that on and maybe, you know, confront that, then maybe they don't have the whole story. Maybe they didn't understand exactly how it took place. Uh, So that's one tip to remember is always make sure that you get all of, you know, the story and know what you're talking about. And, you know, the other thing is to understand, you know, also the, the context of, of the story and making sure that you've got, you know, the, the full context that, you know, you've lots of times walked in and maybe you've walked in on the end of a conversation that might sound very different uh, because that you maybe didn't hear the beginning of the conversation. So you automatically assume that it's something else as opposed to what the conversation really is. So it's, it's very important that we listen. And, and I would say that, you know, more than anything that we also learn Um, as just another basic tip is to really ask ourselves, you know, is this that important that it's something worth taking on? Because, you know, you get lots of thoughts in your head. and, And I think the bottom line to all of this is to remember that the enemy is out to bring strife in every thing that we do. The, the, the biggest thing that the enemy wants to do is to cause us to um, fall out with each other in our relationships, whether it be friends, family, um, with whoever, the colleagues that you work with. And so ultimately, when the enemy um, finds the foothold to bring discord and to bring in um, where there is a miscommunication and then it turns ugly, uh, then the, the enemy basically can walk away because the enemy has just gotten something started. And then the next thing you know, that carries on and carries on and it blows up into, you know, a forest fire. And then the next thing you know, um, it's become a huge problem. So then after that, you know, it's not really a matter of just constantly saying, oh, you know, this is the devil's fault. 
Perhaps it was the enemy's fault for getting it started, but we certainly didn't do anything to try and stop it. And so I think this is why it's important to know that. So I would say, excuse me, the first thing that we really ought to do is when we hear things is to learn to process those thoughts and to really think them through so that we have a plan and we know uh, what we're talking about. And if we're not sure, um, before we do anything about that situation, I would say the first thing we need to learn to do is to ask more questions so that we are well informed before we go and, and jump in and, and make some bad decisions. So, um, and then just in our general conversation, um, I think the important thing is that, you know, we're about uplifting others and we're about, you know, encouraging one another. And we're not here to bring people down. We're not here to bring negativity, although many times, you know, sometimes we don't uh, maybe choose to do that or maybe we don't intend to do that, but we do that anyway. And so I think it's really important for us to learn that, you know, um, we're here to do the best we can in this life to grow and learn together. And we don't need um, us heaping coals of fire up on things that already many people are going through and even what we're going through ourselves. I think it's also very important to remember that the state of which you find yourself in, so circumstances that you are facing, things that perhaps have happened around you, things that are going on, um, perhaps then uh, it's a case of you realizing that you're not in the best state of mind. I know uh, Pastor Daniel often talks about, you know, if we're one of those people that you need to stop and ask yourself, are you sleepy? Are you tired? Are you hungry? Are you are you in a place to where that you're not actually uh, receiving things well? Because um, the the worst thing that can happen is that maybe it's just a basic need that you have, but something gets said or something happens and then suddenly you're taking that and turning it into something bigger and, and then it becomes uh, a huge problem to deal with. So um, I think let's start with, you know, our thoughts. I, I do want to just tackle a couple of things that have been um, proposed and just ask of me to, to, to just answer. And so I kind of wanted to put a myth uh, out there that some people really think is true. And I, I want to put an end to that myth. And thank you, Pastor Daniel, for helping me with that. He's put that acronym that he always uses, which is HALT, hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. If you are in any of those states, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Don't do anything until you've taken care of those basic needs. So the first thing is, uh, I've had lots of people ask me, does the enemy know what we are thinking? The clear answer to that is no, the devil does not know what your thoughts are. So here's the important thing. You know, we must take our thoughts into captivity. We need to take our thoughts, stuff that uh, when we hear things and we take them in and we begin to process them, it's what you do with them after that. Now, when you know that you have heard things that 
um, are true or terrible, I mean, sorry, are a lie or terrible or things that you know should not be a part of your life, then immediately you need to take those into captivity because the enemy does feed us lots of lies. We, you know, often might uh, feel like, oh, that we're a nobody or we can't do this or we can't do that. We know that's not God. We don't even have to ask. We know that's the enemy trying to convince us. So immediately you need to take those thoughts into captivity, squash them out. And the best thing that you can do is find yourself scriptures that will counter those negative thoughts that are coming into your head. So that's the first thing that we need to recognize. When things get said and, you know, there's things that you hear and suddenly you start to ask yourself, you know, maybe you overheard a situation or maybe you got told something. I think the important thing there is to really stop to process those and to remember that, um, it's when you open your mouth and those thoughts come out of your mouth that then you start to get yourself into trouble. And, you know, I'm sure many of you probably heard that saying, you know, that your mouth is in gear before your brain. And that's because you've heard something, you've got the thoughts coming in. And before you even stop to think about what to do of them, your mouth's already in gear before your brain and your thought process has put a plan together. And you might think, oh my goodness, this is so complicated. But um, I think that the important thing here is, is not for it to be complicated. I think the most important thing is stop. Just stop. Stop and really think, first of all, how um, important is it? Is it something that, that it is that um, you know, important that you need to take care of it right then? Or is it something you need to lay aside and pick up later when you are in a better state of mind? I would say adding to that halt is also if you catch yourself in a very busy time of you're trying to deal with some things, that's not the time for you to stop and then suddenly decide you're going to take care of an issue. So process those thoughts, write them out, ask yourself some questions and really start to think about, is this that important to take head on? Um, I would say the, the second thing that you can do that's quite important is that you should really have a mentor that you can process thoughts with. Because, you know, if you have uh, people say, oh, well, I don't know if I can trust him. Well, if you don't have a mentor you can trust, you need to find one you can trust because a mentor is meant to be someone that you can confide in, that you can talk to, that you can share with them how you're feeling. And, you know, a mentor is meant to be like a sounding board, someone that hears you but is not affected because, you know, um, many a times when I've been mentoring people, I've often said to them, well, what is it you're thinking about saying? What is it you're thinking about saying? Or what it is it? What is it that you uh, think is going on? Because I'm not meant to be the one offended. I'm meant to be the one who's listening and say, you know, ask questions back. Do you think that's really helpful to share? Do you think it's that important to take that on as a battle? Um, do you think it's that important that you need to address it? And if so, is this the correct way to address it? So. I think that um, before you go jumping in, especially depending on what the situation is, make sure you have a good mentor or somebody that you are accountable to 
that you can process this with them. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I would say, you know, get counsel, get, talk to someone that you trust so that you can talk that through um, with them. And then, um, you know, to go back to uh, 15 in, in uh, Proverbs verses one and two, remembering that if you do decide to take it on, when you are in a better state of mind, doing it calmly and in a soft and gentle way, uh, remembering that it says right here, harsh and painful and careless words stir up anger. Um, you know, many a times even, uh, just to give you a, a, you know, a practical example, when things happen at church um, on a Sunday, perhaps something didn't get done or perhaps something didn't go exactly right. We never uh, take that up immediately on the day. We wait until a day or two later until we meet with that person and then we talk it through calmly because sometimes, um, you know, I understand in the heat of the moment, sometimes, yes, we do need to make corrections, but again, we need to watch our tone and how we're making those corrections, but also when we are going to go through the feedback, sitting down and talking it through calmly. And I think, again, it's always good to ask questions because sometimes we don't know why maybe something happened, what was the situation beforehand. So perhaps, you know, we don't understand why something might have gone wrong, but perhaps there were extenuating circumstances that we didn't know about. So we should, you know, um, I won't use the I won't use the acronym that I was taught way back in school about assuming, but I think the important thing here is that you recognize that just assuming things all the time and not getting the facts can get you into some deep trouble. So um, always remember to learn to process those thoughts through, and. With your thoughts and with what you're thinking, the other thing is, and I've said this so, so many times, that there is nothing like talking to the person as opposed to Messenger, uh, WhatsApp, any of those where you're writing out the message as opposed to speaking to the person. Um, I know sometimes I've even exchanged voice clips uh, with people as opposed to just writing them if I'm giving maybe an instruction or sharing something. One, because I want to make sure they can hear what I'm saying and not just reading it because we read it how we might be feeling or how we want to read it. So it's very important that we learn where are the places to have conversations. And so, um, you know, uh, the people that we're closest to, uh, lots of times are the people that we hurt the most because sometimes we take advantage and we jump the gun and we say things perhaps um, quickly or in a way that we know we shouldn't because maybe we just feel like, oh, well, they're family or they're very close to us. It doesn't really matter. But we don't realize that even those that are the closest to us can feel hurt by the way that we act and the way that we respond. And so, you know, definitely there are, you know, some things where I would say messenger is never, ever 
the place um, to take care of issues that should be dealt with face to face. Because number one, it's very impersonable. Um, but also the second thing is, again, as I said, it's about the fact that, you know, we um, are allowing people to put the tone on it that they want to put on it when they read our message. And so it could be interpreted in lots of different ways. And I think we've gotten away so much from, you know, wanting to just pick up the phone and talk to someone or even if it's big enough of a situation to just say, hey, let's go for a coffee and have a chat. Because there's lots of things that the reason they go wrong is because of lack of communication or because they have been communicated wrongly. So um, we're going to be really um, diving in in the next few weeks into really talking about um, our thoughts and when to know their God thoughts, when they're when to know that they're enemy thoughts, how to know when to speak out and how to know when to keep quiet. But I just really wanted to give you a good overview and some good tips. And I think that, you know, if you do, if you are one of those that you're quick to speak and you're one of those that the, as soon as something happens, you know, you're, you're speaking your mind. You know, I know people who just say, well, that's just the way I am. You know, I have to say what I'm thinking and, you know, people are going to know what I think. Um, it may be the way you are, but it doesn't mean that that's the way you have to stay. Because I think that even myself, I've learned greatly over the last few years, the importance of, yeah, you may uh, be one that, you know, speaks your mind, but they're still important to know how to speak that, when to speak it. And, and um, you know, even if it's important to speak it. And I think the other things that are important that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks is how exaggerative we can get with our words and the things we say, even about ourselves personally. And even I have been guilty of this. You know, for example, when uh, people just have a basic headache. And instead of just saying, oh, you know, um, I, I've got a headache and I'm not feeling very well. And, and, you know, you might need to take some medication or go lie down. You often hear people say, oh, this head, you know, it's killing me. This headache is just killing me. It's going to be the death of me. And I think, you know, I, I know people say, oh, you're, you're going way over the top by, by, you know, saying that we shouldn't be saying that. But I don't think we should be declaring those things over ourselves. I do think we need to be careful the things that we do speak out. Even financially, we might be, you know, you might end up uh, in a place to where that you have a lack of finances and that you really need money to pay your bills and you need God to come through with a miracle. And sometimes we're guilty of declaring things over ourselves before that they even happen. So you might uh, be a lot in a lack of finances. And then the next thing is, you know what, that's it. I know we're going to lose our house. You know, that's it. You might as well get ready. We're going to have to go find another place to live because uh, it's all going to go down the pan. You know, it's, it's all about the things that we are declaring over ourselves. And what we don't realize is the same way that you declare negative, you can declare positive. And the same of you declare positive, you can declare negative. So don't be guilty of speaking things over yourself and then wondering, 
oh, I can't believe we actually are losing the house. But you you declared that you were going to lose your house. You declared that it was all over. And so um, I think it's so important. This is why it is mega important. Stop. Stop. Listen to what you're saying. Is that really what you want to be saying? And so I have another scripture that I want to share here with you as I'm just about to close. And that is in Proverbs 21, 23. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards himself from troubles. So when we guard our mouths, just think of how important it is. Just guarding our mouths, we can guard ourselves from trouble. And so don't be guilty. You know, another thing that we're going to be covering over the next few weeks is talk the next few weeks in this series is talking about sarcasm. Sarcasm really means hidden anger and sometimes we take sarcasm way too far. And what we don't realize is a lot of times the sarcasm is we're really trying to say things that we don't really think people are going to take serious, but actually we're speaking it from our hearts. So just remember this. If you don't remember anything else tonight, just because you've had the thought doesn't mean you have to say it. Take your thoughts and process them before you start saying them. And I tell you what, I heard someone not long ago say, you know, if you feel like you've just got to say it and shout it out, then maybe you need to go find a place that you can do that where no one is listening and no one will be hurt. And so um, I heard a, a, a pastor friend that I listened to from America. He said he, he goes and talks to his dogs a lot and that his dogs get fed and he talks to them every time that he feels upset and that he has a lot to say and that he just needs to let something off of his chest. And he said, consequently, his dogs are very fat. <laughs> but I think the um, the thing that I loved about that is, you know, find, you know, if you have to go out there and shout to the sea, but find yourself a place that you can go and you know, say what you have to say and then it's off your chest and then maybe then you can listen to yourself and think, ooh, that sounded really bad. And, you know, I know lots of people say they even write things down before that they say them so that they can look and read and then they go back to it the next day and then they think, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm definitely not going to send that. So um, let's learn um, with all of this that there's a lot for us to take in and let's remember that there's a, a lot of knowledge. There's a lot of things to take into ourselves and what we hear, but it's all about what we do with those thoughts. And do remember that the enemy does not know what you are thinking. So squash that thought immediately and know that that is not true. And I pray today that as we start these series, you know, we won't always be online. So those of you that can uh, come and be a part at South. We we do hope and pray that you can. But I just want to encourage you um, that from tonight, if nothing else, that this will cause you to stop and think. 
And um, remember that it's it's not just about what you know, but it's about wisdom. It's what you're going to do with what you know. And that is more important than the knowledge that you have, is the wisdom that you have to use that knowledge. So let's start telling ourselves, let's don't think with our mouths. Let's think and process and let's do it the right way. So I want to pray with you and then we're going to close for this evening and we're going to let you go. But I want you, if you just find yourselves in one of those situations to where that, you know, I think we all, uh, none of us can escape from this. We all are uh, people that we can recognize that we need to learn to guard our mouths and our tongues and what we hear and what we do with what we hear. And also we need to learn to listen to what we are speaking over ourselves personally and what are we declaring over ourselves personally. So, Father, Lord, we thank you today for your word. We thank you, Lord God, that you have given us such an amazing word, so many scriptures and things to live and abide by, Lord, but it takes us to actually put them into action and to live by them. So Lord, I pray that you would help us all, help us all to use wisdom when we're speaking. Help us all to remind ourselves the situations that we're in and the people we're speaking to and how we are speaking and where we are speaking and is it the, is this the right time to be speaking? And Lord, we also pray that even over ourselves personally, What things are we speaking out and declaring over ourselves? Lord, I pray that for those of us that might be speaking out the wrong thing, that we will listen to what we're saying and then start to find the scripture to counter that and speak the right things over ourselves, Lord. To speak over ourselves that we are made in your image, Lord, and that we are made to be more like you, Father God. So, Lord, we just pray that you help each and every one of us. And, Lord, we give you praise and we thank you because this is a learning process that we are all going through and growing through. So, Lord, may we be an encouragement to one another. And, Father, I pray that you would just help us to grow immensely from this. May everyone have an amazing week. And I pray this week that, Lord, many people will be turning their words around and not just not speaking cursings, but speaking blessings over people, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that they will see the magnificent difference that it will make when they speak blessings as opposed to cursings. So Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you for your wisdom and what you give us, Father, in your name. Amen and amen. And I see here a scripture that Joanne posted that I just want to close with in Proverbs 19, 14. May these words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, and my rock and my redeemer, Proverbs 19, 14. I think that's an amazing scripture to close out with today. Have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you again next week. God bless you.